hot mess mamas. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day, drown in laundry, and put yourself last. I know what it feels like to look at the Pinterest moms and the perfect feeds and feel inadequate. But I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way because motherhood isn't perfect. It's beautifully imperfect. I'm here to help you let go of the stress of making motherhood something it's not meant to be for you and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids, but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through simple, practical hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun! Fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hi, mamas. I'm so excited to talk with you, friends. I am glad to be back chatting with you today. I hope you got a chance to listen to some of the summer success series that we were doing. So fun. It was just a great time to interview some of my very good friends, and hopefully you've got to know a few of them too. And getting a chance to introduce them to you was so much fun. Today, we're going to talk about just a few of the takeaways and gems from the Summer Success Series. So before I dive in, I did want to remind you of a few things. Number one, just to get on our free insider mailing list, I promise there's no spam. This will provide you insider information about episodes, when things come out right away, upcoming events, new fun details, and you will be the first to know lots of free content and just fun stuff. So I promise no spam. It's just my way of thanking you and sending out fun tidbits that are just for you and hopefully will help you have an amazing, fun, vibrant day. So come on over to the Busy Vibrant Mom Facebook group and drop your email or just message me through there and come and hang out. Let me know your email and I will put you on this special secret, super secret insider mailing list. And as I promise, no spam. It's just for fun stuff. And as always, if this show has blessed you in any way, if you've been able to take away advice and take away wisdom and pieces of information, please, please go and leave a review. This lights up my heart so much. I can't even tell you. And it helps other people to find this podcast and just to make their day more amazing, more joyful, more vibrant, and hopefully come away with some tips and tricks that they can use in their household to help them have an amazing busy day. All right. And with that, let's dive into our summer success series and some of the really amazing, fun gems and takeaways from this series. I know each of the women that I had a chance to interview had amazing advice about routines and systems that they do. It was really fun. So here are some of my favorite takeaways. 
Cassie talked about how she would sit down each month with a spreadsheet to plan out all of her meals and meal prep for that month. And then she knew exactly what she wanted to order on Instacart or from Costco or Safeway or wherever it was. She had already taken that time to sit down and really plan out all of their dinners, what she would need and what they were doing. And so I just took that as like, that is huge. I know she said it took her a long time to figure out the spreadsheet and write everything down. But once she did, it saved so much time because as moms, we are so busy during the day. And at the end of the day, we just do not have any more energy. And that's the time that we are really needed. So to help yourself saving some sanity, Take that time to prepare and prep for making dinner because at that point you're tired. It's the end of the day. I know our kids do this. They get super fussy around that time and they're so hungry and it just seems like, I don't know. I don't care. Let's just eat something, something quick. And so it would be just a lifesaver to have that already all planned out. And then each week when you go to the grocery store or it's time to order groceries, you already know all the groceries you're going to need for that week. Maybe there's a couple extra that you put on there, but just to have that all planned out and not have to worry about what comes up. And also just at that crazy time every day, right? To give yourself a little bit more of a break to have that extra prepared your future self will be benefited so I took away that that would be huge to take away the stress of trying to figure out what's for dinner isn't that the question every day with Larissa when she talked about teaching your kids a summer life skill whether that be laundry cleaning cooking car mechanics all those things I started to think what am I teaching my kids Oftentimes I tend to just do things on my own quickly, or I will go ahead and make the lunch because I'm already making lunches. I'm already making dinner and they're already sitting down at the table. I don't want them getting back up or I will just take on more responsibility because it's quicker. It's faster. I can just get it done the way I want and it's finished and I don't have to take the extra energy to teach people or small children and have them whine and complain. But I'm learning that I really need to be teaching my kids more life skills. I was so convicted with just what Larissa said of learning about life skills and teaching them, okay, you need to be setting out your clothes the night before so that you are all ready to go in the next morning. You need to have your backpack all ready to go. You need to have your lunches all ready and made. So all these things, or you need to be emptying the dishwasher, or you need to be cleaning up after yourself after breakfast. Don't just leave all your kitchen utensils and plates and cups and bowls all over the kitchen. You can put that back. You're old enough And I know with super little ones, it's harder, but I almost feel like at the little age, I was helping my kids learn and teaching them more than I am right now. I think because they can do so much as elementary kids that I don't take the time to really take that extra step of saying, no, you can't just leave all your stuff here and I'll clean it up later. This is for you to take care of. So I was convicted to take that 
extra step and have my kids do more around the house, whether that be cleaning or cooking or just cleaning up after themselves, those kind of little things to take that extra time to invest to start these new little routines. I also loved that she had her kids doing laundry maybe during the summer and they learned that and that was their routine or maybe the next portion when you had more of a downtime in the summer was to learn how to cook or maybe learn how to change a tire or learn just the basic mechanics of your car or maybe those life skills. I'm thinking more and more of how I need to pour into our kids because soon they'll be with our oldest now entering sixth grade soon they're gonna head off to college and so they need to be more independent and know how to do more things and the more I can teach them now just to be independent and be on their own and know how to do things the better my sister Suzanne mentioned the difficulty of taking care of little ones and balancing work. Now, this is a shift from the older ones, right? This is a hard season where you're constantly helping little ones in all the things and you feel pulled in every direction. Once you put one kid down for a nap, you feel you have like five, 10 minutes to either clean up the kitchen or take a deep breath or all those kind of little things. But I think it was really good talking with her and realizing that this is just a season of giving yourself a bit more grace. Your house may not be clean all the time. And even when you have older kids, it's not clean all the time. But just to give yourself a little bit of grace, maybe you don't get to those projects that are sitting on the counter forever, and that's okay. Maybe the only thing you do that day is keep little tiny humans alive and fed and from injuring themselves or going to the ER that day. Maybe that is it, and that is an accomplishment. So I just was touched by the fact of like, we need to give ourselves grace in different seasons. Yes, now our kids are in elementary and it's easier to get stuff done. But in that season too, we need to give ourselves a little bit of grace. If not, everything goes our way and everything is a magical, amazing day and we get a ton of stuff done. We need to give ourselves a little bit of grace as far as did we take time to engage, but that did we take time to also just rest and reflect and pour into ourselves too, being and then we're able to pour into others. So a season of grace. It was fun talking to Elise, Elise with an E, and talking about just nature and exploring and adventures. She is so adventurous. I don't know that I would try renovating a bus and driving across the U.S. (laughs) So super crazy. But she loved it and had a great time. And it just touched my heart of how she felt judged and alone just in dealing with her daughter's often misbehavior when she was growing up till even now. I thought about this, especially as we just were in D.C. for a wedding and on our flight back, our flight went from D.C. to Florida and then from Florida to Las Vegas and then back to San Jose which was super fun because we got in at like midnight and had been up all day, all longer than a day. 
But that was beside the point. Anyways, I just thought about this as we were flying from Florida to Las Vegas. It's a pretty long flight. And during a majority of it, I would have to say at least two thirds, if not 80% of the flight, there was one child who was two rows above us and just screamed the whole time pretty much the whole time on the airplane. And as a parent, you have sympathy, but then after like about two hours, you start to just judge the parents of thinking, can't you get your kid to be quiet? And what are they doing? And what are you doing? Have you tried all these things? And so it just convicted me when I was listening to that and the backdrop of talking to Elise and hearing her heart of often feeling judged and alone in dealing with her child's misbehavior. Yeah, just being a parent is hard. The parents on our flight were trying so hard and I wasn't close enough to see it, but my husband said they were trying. They were passing the little girl back and forth, trying to give her all of her toys, trying to get her to rest, all the things that they could think of. And it's just hard. All the other passengers probably didn't see that. They just heard all that screaming. So it reminded me to give grace to parents because being a parent is hard. And often at times we just need to give the benefit of the doubt to other parents that you see and a little bit of extra grace. And sometimes a smile or a kind word or something just to say, hey, it's okay. I'm not judging you. And I've been there too. It's a huge, huge burden that I feel that you're kind of lifting off of them. I saw a post from the Hunger Games where the very first one where she makes the symbol of the other continent or whatever it is, but she makes a certain symbol to them on the big screen. And I just feel like that we as parents, I heard this stated before on this post of like, I wish we could all have a, a special symbol or a special sign like handshake or a look that says, it's okay. I got your back. Hang in there. It'll be all right. So just a reminder to love on other parents. I remember Jen talked about just adopting small daily biblical habits, like having biblical devotions at breakfast time really quick with your kids before school not trying to make it a huge thing that you sit down and you all have your bible and you all read but maybe it's just a five minute thing of reading a verse and praying over your kids that day and maybe asking them a couple questions about it as they're eating breakfast before they hop in the car and head on off to school it's just that five minutes of taking a minute in the morning to just reflect and say, this is God's day. And this is the promise he has for you today. What do you think about that? And I'm just so excited to see what's going to happen in your day. And if you have littles, maybe you say a Bible verse with them and talk about it or do some hand motions or something that is just five minutes and it focuses your day in the morning to just take a deep breath and say, this is a day that is for God and it is going to be super amazing. And even if it's not, it's okay. He's still with us and he loves us so much. So that was a really amazing takeaway, I think, because oftentimes we think that devotionals need to be perfect or we all need to sit down. So just that 
grace of knowing that it could just be a five minute thing and it doesn't have to be amazing. You could just get it in. So I love that. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you a connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. Talking with Heidi was really fun about doing seasonal things like picking fruit or being outside more. And just choosing fun adventures depending on the season and what activities you may not be able to do later in the year. I know she lives out in Wisconsin and so it gets cold in California. You can pretty much do most all of the things you'd like to do outside in the winter anyway. And so I forget that there are seasonal things that are only available at certain times. So I was challenged of just taking advantage of the season and figuring out what things can you do in that season that is special to that season that would be a special memory for your kids or a special fun time that when they get to this season, that's kind of what we do. We love to go pick pumpkins. We love to go cut down our Christmas tree. In the last couple of years, we haven't gone to cut down our Christmas tree because the drought in California is usually so bad that Christmas trees don't last a whole long time if you go and cut them down from the mountains. So we go and buy one from Home Depot, which is sad because we love tromping through the forest and going and finding a tree and strapping it to the car. But if we go to Home Depot, they usually get their trees from up north, like Oregon or Washington. And so they have a lot more water that's already in the tree as they've grown up. And so the trees tend to stay a little bit longer, but that's all a side note. (laughs) The main thing is just to have fun in whatever season you're in and take that time to enjoy the things of that season. Super fun. Our last interview with Elise with an A, she talked about the importance of family and friends. And I know from being a good friend of hers, she places a huge love on relationships. She puts relationships above all else and she would think nothing of driving an hour to come pick you up from an airport or watch your kids while you went to the ER or bring you something or take care of you and just that Reaching out of that strong bond of friendship just is convicting to really go the extra mile with friendships and to stand in that gap and see how can we hold each other's burdens? How can we love other people? And even if it's been a season where you have a lot of friends, I know I have a very dear friend that lost her husband recently within the last year. And so to step into that gap, not one month in, not two months in, but just step into that spot every 
couple months, every month, every week to just say, Hey, I'm still thinking about you. I'm still praying for you. I know it's been hard. I can't even imagine, but to continue to step into that gap because her season of suffering doesn't just go away magically after about a month. So to remember those amazing friendships that you have that are strong, that you need to step into and uplift another person for a short time, a long time, whatever it might be. I was challenged to uphold those friendships and how we can love on other people. Overall, this series was just so much fun. It reminded me to take time for myself to recharge either by myself or with other women to hang out and just have a good time. But overall, it reminded me we all go through trials and different amazing things and we all have the same path, but yet a little bit different. So it was just so fun to connect with these women and reminded me that they all have such good advice and good things. So tap into your friends and tap into their advice and connecting with them and connecting on maybe some deeper, broader issues that aren't talked about as much. All these amazing moms had great advice, laughter, and problems to overcome. Everybody had kind of the same path. We all are moms and we have kids and we have relationships and we have they're at school and we have a lot of the same things, but our kids are all very different and we are all very different. So some of the challenges and things that we face are a little bit different than what we would normally face or maybe something's different because of personality that maybe I face versus somebody else. So I just thought it was awesome to connect with these women and find out how to overcome their problems. Jen talked about how to schedule uh, doing laundry and when to get that done, that it just overflows into the next day and then overflows into the next day. So you have to just find a system that worked for you. I know we talked about whether to do it in our household. We do it at the end of the day. I just collect everything at the end of the day. Everything that could be dirty is dirty, is wet, whatever. And it all goes in (laughs) one big laundry load that is washed on cold so that nothing runs or bleeds with itself. And then we usually are having dinner or doing something else in the evening. So by the time it's time for Stephen and I to go to bed or we're ready to go to bed, I just switch it to the dryer and it dries all night. And then the next day it's all good to go. And so then I find a time, usually in the afternoon, that works for us, that I am home, that I can fold it. But at least it's clean, it's ready to go. And probably as a life skill, I need to teach my kids how to do more and more laundry. So that will probably change. But that was Jen's issue. We talked with Cassie about how she hates to do errands and they never work out for her. So we talked more about batching your errands, maybe having an errand day that works for you as there's one day you just run all your errands or you order all the things and they arrive or however you want to do it. I remember she orders things from Target or different places and she just has to drive up and pick them up. 
That's one way to do it if you especially hate errands or just to call it an adventure and just have it. This is going to be our adventure day and we may do really fun things that day. So that was a way to problem solve and not have to hate errands. With Suzanne, it was talking about dealing with constant messes, just messes all over the house. So it was exciting to talk with her about how could that work. And I know like many moms, I feel, especially now that our kids are home during the summer before school starts, I do often feel like there is a mess everywhere. They just leave a trail of toys and I don't even know, dirt, sticks, guns, swords, all kinds of things all over the house, snacks, food, water bottles. So I totally understand and can feel her pain. And we decided that for us, it works really well to clean up each area. Now it's a little trickier when the kids are here for summer. They tend to play in one spot and then go away and then come back and play there and then go away and come back. But if we clean up after ourselves from each location, each time, then that's something that when you take a look at it, oh my gosh, here's my house. You're not looking at a mess all over the house. You are looking at just one space being a complete disaster. And so it takes a little bit less <laughs> of your energy to clean out that one space. So do what you can with small kids, with older kids, clean up the space as you go and all kinds of fun things. I love being organized and cleaning things up. So I love to talk about that topic. I could probably talk forever. With Heidi, we were talking about management of time between kids and trying to get work done and just balancing that as a busy stay-at-home mom. You may be involved in other things around the house or outside of the house. I'm a health coach as well as a podcaster. And so oftentimes I have to balance out health coaching with podcasting, with life in general, and my first priority of being a mom. So that's always a tricky scale to reflect on and to balance, but it's important to do a little bit of each one. And to plan out your day according to your energy and where you need to put the most energy, I think is really helpful. Oftentimes I do a big work block in the morning when I have the most energy. My kids have some downtime. We have lunch and then either maybe we go run an errand or maybe we go to the swimming pool or maybe we go do something in the afternoon and that tends to work for us. Some people flip it. They may go on a bike ride in the morning, go take a walk, go run to the park, go do something fun and run out your kids and then have lunch. And then after lunch, it's a low key afternoon where you can get more of your work done. I know when our kids were little, that's what we did. We flipped it. And most of the time in the morning, it was taking them to the park and running them out so that in the afternoon they could rest and they would be tired. And so that's when I would get my work done in the afternoon. <laughs> With Larissa, I loved how she talked about keeping your tween engaged and occupied. 
without the use of screens. I know it's so hard in this generation, especially with kids having access to screens and phones and iPads and computers and uh, just for school and everything. They're on it all the time. So it's a challenge, I think, to keep kids off of it and engaged and help your help your teenager we're entering those years of having friends over having fun times that don't involve electronics or video games maybe having one friend over and you're just hanging out reading books so that was fun to think about how do you keep your tween engaged and we talked about a little bit of advice for that one but As I said, I'm still growing and we are jumping into that phase soon. So hopefully (laughs) in a bit, I will have some more advice for that one. Elise with an A talked about how to fight just to be present. And I do think that's something we struggle with a lot as moms to fight with ourselves of be present with our kiddos just to be there, to take a moment, to take some time, to step back from what we're doing and to really engage with them. Elise with an E talked about the exact opposite of carrying the emotional baggage of your kids and feeling like there's certain things you can't do or they won't do or just feeling down and emotionally depleted. And so I think it's important, as she was saying, to just give yourself some time. Maybe you go take a walk. Maybe you read a book. I know that's crazy, right? But to take some time for yourself. And that will help re-energize you so that you can pour into your family and the ones that you love that are close. Each of these moms walk a different path, but it's a very similar path. We all have struggles with our kids. We all have struggles with our house, keeping our house clean and doing all the things we need to do. We have struggles with our vocation or just being a mom with certain things that we are doing all day long. So all those things with our marriage, with ourselves, we have struggles with all of it. And I want to step into that gap and give you practical tips and tricks to make each day more fun, more joyful, more vibrant, just like I did for these moms and these friends that came over and were a part of the summer success series. I would like to do that for you. So come connect with me. I would love nothing better than to work with you and help you thrive to enjoy time with your kids, to enjoy being in your house instead of thinking of all the to-dos you have to do, to just enjoy your every day. So if you need some help and some support on these things and you would like them more customized, come on over to our Facebook group and let's connect. My coaching packages and pricing are super, super low right now, and eventually they will be going up, but that won't be for a little bit. So right now they're super low. So come on over and let's get you started to really enjoying your day, figuring out tips and tricks that work for you, that help you manage the problems and the issues that you have that are creeping up and stealing your joy on a daily basis. I would love to help you. So now 
as always, please go and enjoy your day and have fun. Live life more vibrantly. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!